Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. We are getting ready to... Hello, Pussycat. We are getting ready to review A Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. This is a good movie. Um, what I didn't know, and I can't believe it was took until now for me to realize that this is a John Hughes film. Yeah, yeah, I found I, that I'm out like, the other day. I feel day. so I stupid. Watching, <laughs> I was watching, and it's funny you say that, because I caught something on YouTube with uh, Anthony Mike, not Michael Anthony Hall. Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Michael Hall was doing like little tidbits of interview that I keep catching here and there, and he talked about being in a movie with John Candy and Chevy Chase, and I'm like, the only thing I could think of was Family Vacation. Mm-hmm. But I guess he was in Family Vacation and European Vacation. Is that right? I think he, was I think he might those. have been. But anyway, he he just talked about like, and he had met John John Hughes, and I was like, wait, why would he meet John Hughes? And he talked about John Hughes hiring him to be in in Family Vacation. I'm like, wait a minute, did he write Family Vacation too, or was he just See, a producer? Is- so now I got to look into that. <laughs> but for Christmas Vacation, I was like dumbfounded. I'm like wait a minute what huh (laughs) yeah um for those of you who don't know john hughes is please go watch his movies very influential director from the 80s uh hit after hit that speaks to generation x so pink um 16 candles 16 candles the breakfast club god those three alone those those are the holy after hit after hit yeah those are the holy trilogy. Yeah, he's he's damn good. He's he's got a style that's really cool. And there's one of the things that I think is funny when when I think of that. It, I can't think of a John Hughes film without thinking of another movie that came out that was kind of spoofed John Hughes films. Right. It's called called Not Another Teen Movie, and <laughs> the kids went to John Hughes High, <laughs> so it was like, oh no. Yeah, that's it's funny. It, it's a that's it's funny. a decent spoof, and I think Randy Quaid might actually be in that as well as a drunk. If I'm not mistaken. Well, well it's it's <laughs> like whenever uh, uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Smith wrote which one was was it, was it dogma mm-hmm. when when uh silent bob and jay are going trying to find whatever town's made up town that he he wrote wrote about they're trying to find out the town that john hughes yeah. wrote about and they get there they get to <laughs> chicago there's no freaking town they're like no. son of a bitch man <laughs> they just they don't I even know about it on the map they just go <laughs> but that was a nice little tip of the head to john hughes too i thought yeah yeah, definitely so yeah this is um the let's see we had vacation and then that was it a european vacation and then vegas well, vacation i don't know i i thought wasn't this the first uh vacation movie no 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 i don't remember i just don't remember. No, the the one where they go to the amusement park the family vacation yeah, that's grandma's the family dead vacation, i think yeah <laughs> on top of the roof that's funny. Yeah. This is a funny movie. This has got a lot of slapstick in it. It's also got a lot of um this movie's got a lot of heart. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot dude. more than I remember. I've only seen Me this like too. Two times. So. Me too. Um there's obviously uh his boss, Brian Doyle Murray, is a Scrooge-like character <laughs> who never gets Clark's Kent's whatever his name is yeah carl never gets his name right he calls it grease wall grease ball and yeah 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 um 
so anyway, this this story is just a more continuation of zany antics with the Griswolds. Yeah. Um, this yeah, time pretty, with pretty the funny. stage set as Christmas, uh, lots of relatives <laughs> coming, cousin Eddie. Um, so just, it winds up not being too far away from his reality, from what I understand. What I've been able to read about and find out. Yeah, about. Randy Quaid uh, took a bad turn and actually turned into Cousin Eddie. Uh, Let's go down the list of. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in here. Chevy Chase is Clark. Yeah. Everly D'Angelo is Ellen. That's Clark's wife. Um, Juliet Louis. Juliet Lewis. I always mispronounce her last yeah. name. I have no idea why. Juliet Lewis. I forgot she was in this movie. Very young, totally yeah. forgot until she was sitting in the back seat, like, What the hell? Uh, and Johnny Galicki, the kid that used yeah. to be on Roseanne, and then he was on uh, Big Bang, Big Bang Theory. Thank you, yeah. Uh, John Randolph, big time um character actor. Then you have Diane Ladd as yeah. Nora. Um, E.G. Marshall, E.G. Marshall used to be on uh, TV, radio. Uh, movies. This guy did it all back in the day, and he's he was still acting up to this point. Doris Roberts was yes, that was the mother-in-law. <laughs> she she was from uh, everybody. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, right? she's been in a lot of things. And plus, God only knows. You get I don't I couldn't list all the stuff that she's that oh, she's no. done. Um, Randy Quaid is cousin Eddie. <laughs> That's freaking hysterical. Miriam Flynn was his wife, and I've yeah. seen her in a lot of stuff. She was a good, good character actress back in the day. Um, Ruby Sue, there's the little girl, Ruby Sue, yeah. Ellen Latson, and I know I've seen her in other she stuff. She looks familiar. That, that kid looked really familiar. William Hickey was his uh, his uncle that was smoking the cigar that lost <laughs> the toupee. Um, May Questel was the aunt who was just didn't know where she was at. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh and Sam McMurray was, I guess that was his his friend at work. Oh, okay. Always every time I've seen that guy, see he's only played a bad guy. He was always played like a smarmy little backstabber. And I kept uh -huh. expecting him to backstab Clark. <laughs> just because you've seen but, that's how his character. Just because that's what I've always seen. And then he's just wishing Clark like, you know, happy Thanksgiving, man. I hope or oh, happy uh Christmas. I hope everything works out for you. Yeah. I hope you get your your bonus. I'll see you later. And he's just like, wait, that's not that guy's act. That's not what he's supposed to do. He's supposed <laughs> to be double crossing Clark to try and get his money or something. But uh, the rest of the folks are just like walk on and walk through. So I won't go through all of them. Um, it, except this girl. So her, I think this is the one that was at the makeup counter or the bra uh -huh. counter. She um, looked familiar as well. Nat Natalie Nagulich. Oh, no, it's spelled very strange. I'm not even going to bother trying to spell it out. There's too many vowels in it, but I'm doing my best best shot. I know I've seen her in a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. She's probably 19 or 20 when she did this movie. It looks like, yeah. but I know I've seen that face. Yeah, that um, that scene is um, sad and funny at the same time. Yeah, with Clark just drooling all over her at the makeup counter. Yeah, until his son comes <laughs> up. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hey, buddy. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Rusty. Oh, uh, that's so. Funny. What is your favorite part of this movie? <sighs> I, it's so easy to say when when cousin Eddie's out front 
emptying the sewer. Shitter full, Clark. <laughs> Shitter full. But that's not my favorite part. Um, the I don't know if it's my favorite part, but it is a very touching scene when Clark is looking out the window and he's kind of daydreaming about the pool, and the little girl comes up. Ruby Sue him. comes so, in. Yeah. yeah, Ruby Sue starts talking to him. Are you Are you Santa Claus? He's like, No, I'm not Santa Claus. But they have that nice, cute little moment. And Clark is not touching any of Cousin Eddie's kids. He doesn't want anything to do with Cousin Eddie. But he, but Cousin Eddie's actually not a bad person. He's just no. <laughs> not, not somebody you want living with you, of course. But he's not. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body. I don't no. think. Uh, but you know, Ruby Sue, he, he gives her a little hug at the, you know, and tells her to go to bed. It's okay, go to bed. And she's just like, oh, okay. And she goes off to bed. But there's a that's a nice little, it's a nice little sweet moment. The, the funniest hooting moment, the moment where moment where I'm just like, oh fudge, that's not that's funny. It's when he plugs in the lights and the cat just disintegrates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that setup is seen a mile away. <laughs> oh yeah. It's you can see that. That that's somebody throwing up the ball and just knocking yep. it out of the park. It's there. It's coming. You know it's coming. How's it gonna go down? What, what was your favorite? What was uh, your favorite you know, favorite? there's there's so many. Um yeah, there are so many good good points in this movie. I laughed throughout this movie. Um yeah. but for some reason, what just cracks me up is when he uh when Clark and Eddie are in Walmart. And they're walking down the aisle <laughs> and Eddie keeps putting yeah. on bag of dog food after bag of dog and another bag. But Clark decides, you know, he says, look, I want to want to get yeah. Christmas for, for your kids. I know, you know, times are tough. Yeah. Clark's trying so hard not to insult Eddie. Right. Uh, right. Cause he want and he just wants the kids and Eddie, Eddie's genuinely touched, you know, and then he says, thank you. You know, here's a list. Yeah, so Eddie, right. had a, Eddie had a fucking list already made. <laughs> He knew, he knew who Clark was. He knew, he knew Clark, Clark was going to do that. And then he's like, you know, if it's not too much, get yourself something nice from me. Something really nice. You deserve it. And here's the ballsy, man. Here's the thing. Eddie. Eddie is uh, is is Bob Cratchit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, he, he uh, it, it, and what you what, what you said, you know, everybody looks at him and throughout the movies, and yeah, he is a bumbling fucking idiot, <laughs> and he, and it is funny, but in this movie, yeah. he 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 does something for Clark that changes everything. Um, yeah, he basically and, saves saves Clark's Christmas. He saves Clark's Christmas. <laughs> for lack of a better and term, he did it not because he wanted anything in return and that was um you know eddie was was christmas he saw how how hard clark was taking not getting his bonus he saw he saw his his favorite cousin in pain and in worry and he he thought to himself i can do something about this 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 is in my this is in my wheelhouse i can do this <laughs> what's and what's funny about cousin eddie does. yeah what what cracks me up about his character is randy quaid plays this so fucking straight and serious oh and yeah it, and it's that's what makes you know that eddie has no idea how stupid he's coming across 
He's got the big moose cups that he's drinking. He's got his pants dog. so tight you can see everything. And, and the dicky. He's wearing the I little dicky. I was going to say the dicky. He's, he's wearing a black. Now, for anybody who doesn't know what a dicky is, it's kind of like a little uh, collar that goes over over your head. It's a, a like fake a turtleneck. Turtle it's a fake turtleneck. And it Which covers is the your chest a little bit. And it covers your back a little bit. It's not just little pieces of cloth that you put a real shirt over. To give the impression that you're, I guess, dressed up. I to this yeah. day I don't know why people ever wore dickies. I couldn't freaking tell you. There, I don't even know if you can find one nowadays. I don't know. But I got I, some for Christmas one year. <laughs> I had one when I was a kid, and then to this day I don't know if I ever wore it. <laughs> I never did. Like, what the fuck is this? Somebody left the shirt off of this neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to my shirt? Mom, yeah. you forgot to knit the rest of this here. Exactly, um, but and then Eddie's got the white shirt over it, and you can plainly see the black dicky through the shirt. <laughs> it's just, it's just so bad. <laughs> it is, but I, I, I really his his ability to play that character is so straight. Oh, he perfectly. is cousin Eddie, and well, perfectly. Yeah, the the parents. The, the, here's the thing that I I forgot or I I didn't remember about this movie is. Um, Beverly D'Angelo's parents are just <laughs> two of the biggest assholes you'd ever want to meet. Yeah. And her character is very, very sweet. Clark, uh, Chevy Chase's character, I always assumed was just this big dumb doofus that just always got in trouble. But he's really got a good heart. He, yeah. he means well. He wants to have this beautiful family moment. Not for him, but because he wants to share it with his kids. He wants his kids to just have this family get together. And he just screws everything up. He doesn't mean to. It's no. just shit goes wrong. And some of it's not even his fault. Well, and one of the things that, that the running gag throughout the movie is, um, you know, he's like, when have I ever overreacted? <laughs> over and over, he'd ask when have I ever overreacted after he just overreacted? When he loses his shit on the front lawn and <laughs> he's kicking the fucking Santa Claus. I am I am in tears. That shit is so fucking funny. Uh, I, I looked over at Cat and I started laughing. I said, "Is is that how you?" Because Diane, I think Diane Land, uh, Diane, Beverly D'Angelo, not Diane Land, Beverly D'Angelo is looking at Clark. And <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? And I said, is, is that how you look at me whenever I'm having a meltdown? <laughs> she just Probably. shakes her head and just starts watching TV again. <laughs> I ain't touching that I said, one. <laughs> yep, I'm Clark Griswold. Yeah, that's just it. He he wanted, in all these movies, he just wanted to give his kids something. Yeah. And, and what you see when he's trapped in the attic <laughs> he's watching the old home movies and he's yeah, seeing yeah. him as a kid and his his mom and everything and he finds an old gift he had for her. that's such i don't remember these touching moments before no neither did i like i can't and i were talking about that we're like this is actually a pretty heartwarming yeah. movie i mean it's very funny and they put a lot of funny into it but there are moments where you're it's they don't last long. They're they're perfectly timed. That that's yeah. the magic of a of a John Hughes film. Yes, you, you get this nice little. I won't say roller coaster of emotion, right. but I will say it's a nice little 
little sea, little 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 ups and downs on the waves of, of emotion, and it's, well, and they're really well done, really well, well that's, played too. When you mention that, I go to movies like Pretty in Pink. Uh, yeah even 16 candles where there's mm -hmm. so many uh, john hughes has got this style of, of yeah. layering tons of comedy and it's mm -hmm. funny it's yeah. funny and i'm sure people say it's inappropriate but it's <laughs> it's funny it's funny <laughs> and it's inappropriate really humor is humor that's yeah, why it's, it's humor <laughs> he does some great humor but then the story's deeper and i just yeah. i'm we're definitely going to have to go do a john hughes marathon easily um, done very easily done um mm -hmm. so we definitely need to do that and watch watch yeah. watch those movies lots to discuss in those but this had oh, yeah. had that feel that vibe and i can't believe i was yesterday was the oh. first time i realized that john hughes wrote and directed this yeah it never dawned on me no never done well you know what i did he direct it I do believe so. Did he not? No, somebody named Jeremiah. Chek okay, so he wrote it. Yeah, I think I think he wrote it, and I think he produced it. That's why it has okay, such a good it. feel for him. Yeah, because he 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 does the. It, he, when when I look at it now, after finding out that he he directed it and produced, it's obvious. It and produced it. Yeah, you look at it and go, of course, that's a John Hughes film. That couldn't be anything else. You know, on the surface, it's not because it's Chevy Chase and it's all these other characters that you're not used to. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo, who's the ever suffering wife in this movie. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is definitely uh, up there with the. Uh, I this is a timeless movie. Um, I guess is where I was going with it. It's 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 timeless. It it has a good vibe. I just really forgot that it was this good of a feel-good movie <laughs> the yuppie neighbors are oh my god i love it when he goes out to cut the tree <laughs> what do you have to say this temper tantrum <laughs> and, and the neighbor looks and says that's not gonna fit or where are you gonna put that clark bend yeah. over and i'll show you you can't talk to me that way I wasn't talking What's to you <laughs> it's like his wife and it's like damn clark <laughs> <laughs> there was something going on that um they didn't have to even show you knew there was some shit between them as neighbors yeah because instantly instantly, instantly knew that you had these yuppies living next door to a blue basically a blue blue collar guy i mean he had an yeah. office job but he was a blue collar guy you know <laughs> they were living in the wrong neighborhood is what it yeah. boils down to the yuppies were just in the wrong freaking neighborhood they were they um <laughs> Yeah, Julia Louise Dreyfus as uh as the neighbor lady. Yeah. Oh God, she plays it perfect. You go over there and punch him in the face right now. <laughs> yeah, that's when the squirrel. Do that. <laughs> the squirrel. Oh my God, that that's a funny movie. That it is. If you, it if is. you want a Christmas movie, this is a Christmas. Definitely a Christmas movie. It's a funny Christmas movie. There are moments where you're actually. You feel kind of bad for Clark Griswold. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, that poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you? How could you not? Because he, you know, he, I think uh, I would hope people could relate to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Get them demons out. Get those Get those snot demons out. <laughs> so um, this one. I put there with Christmas Carol. Um, I got yeah. a lot of Christmas Carol vibes in this. Um, that's why I mentioned Bob yeah. Cratchit, Brian Doyle yeah. Murray as the 
Scrooge character. Um, they really, they didn't have to go far with him. Mm-hmm. It was just, you knew he was just a tightwad right off the bat. They had enough little scenes to just show it. Yeah. That, yeah. Now that's writing. That That's, again, I, I we've talked about movies before where you say you watch a certain movie to see how the writer pulls something off. Brian Doyle Murray's character, when he just appears, when he just is, he hasn't even said two words yet. You look at him and go, oh, this is, this is the stereotypical, atypical, super rich guy. Yep. He's going to be an asshole. And he doesn't let you down. He's got maybe five words initially in that yeah. first scene, maybe five words. Yeah. And walks away. And I like how, how Clark is saying, Merry Christmas, fuck you. Rotten yeah, hell. Christmas, or whatever. Kiss, just, kiss your ass. Kiss, kiss, kiss my ass. ass. Kiss your ass. Kiss his ass. You should kiss his ass. <laughs> He's just like all, all the guys that are walking by there. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss your big ass. <laughs> just yeah. telling everybody to kiss their ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss your ass. <laughs> That, Chevy that Chase is scene. that was a good scene. Yeah, Chevy Chase is a great comedic actor. Um, yeah, his, his time, yeah. his his ability to just be a fucking clown and just hit those notes, man. It's um, spot on. It's yeah. spot. He's got that good. He's got a really good time, like timing his, his lines. He does. I I, I want to go many... back and watch more of his old movies that I haven't seen him forever. Um, I got to find out the name of the. Uh, of the one that I was talking about with the midget in it, and um, and he's a he plays a detective. Yeah, it's not yeah, Fletch, thinking, is it? No, no, Fletch. The Fletch movies are both really funny. They're yeah. both very good. But and there was uh, the one with Dan Aykroyd where they were spies. Spies like us. That's yeah, a good spies movie. Like that's, that's that's so dumb. It's funny. It is. <laughs> it's good. sounds like a dickfer. Yeah, <laughs> what's a dickfer? <laughs> Another, another good one that doesn't have him in it but has dan Aykroyd in it is is it dan Aykroyd? no it's not dan Aykroyd. it's uh shit i forgot the two actors names no mine went blank it had that one guy i'm horrible at this yeah i don't know why we do this show <laughs> i'm horrible at it i don't know Ish- this one guy Ishtar. was in this one movie and that was <laughs> yeah, that one guy, yeah the name of the movie is ishtar it got oh dustin hoffman that's, thank you. Got canned by critics when it first came out. Yeah. You, you just got buried like underground because uh-huh. the critics hated these guys. Well, that's because Dustin Hoffman and the other guy fucking hate critics and they don't mind telling critics that they kiss their ass. Right. I finally got around to watching it one year and it's become one of my favorite comedies. Really? It is. It is, it is absolutely hysterical. I'm just going to tell you there's a scene. Where they get, they buy blind camels and have to go walk. They have to go out into the desert at night on blind camels. Why are the camels blind? I can't tell you that. I'll ruin it. Okay. But folks, if you like dumb comedies, just just go watch Ishtar. I think it's funny. I'm just going to say that it's fucking hysterical. It's a good comedy. Coming back to this movie, though, it is a movie that I I initially wasn't sure if I was going to like when I was a kid or younger, I should say, not really a kid. But when I was younger and I, I saw it and I was like, OK, that's funny. I like Chevy Chase. So, you know, I'll go see it. It was funny. I think I saw this at the theater. 
think I saw this at the theater when it first came out. That's that's how my mind's mm-hmm. telling me I, I saw it. Bought the DVD, watched the DVD exactly once. This is the third, there, yeah, so this would be the third time I've watched it. Um, and I forgot most of the movie. I forgot that it had any feeling and heart in it. I just remembered yeah. the funnies, you know? But John Hughes is such a good writer. This is a classic, this is a, a case for a writing study class. Yeah. If, if I were going to teach a writing class, I think I would break this down. And There's show a lot this. here. This yeah. is the hero's journey as, as told in by John Hughes for Clark. Yeah. And it's also a hero's journey for Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Because Eddie comes around and is actually the big savior yeah. for, for everybody. It's interesting. It's just a nice little... Nice it little is. tidbit of infos that you don't see when you initially watch it because you're so caught up in the moments of funny. Right. And there's a lot. There's a lot there's of a funny lot. in this. That poor kid. His son. His son. Don't worry, mom. When the when Clark's got the the chainsaw going towards the neighbor's house. Yeah. Don't worry, mom. I'll go get him. Hey, dad. And he turns around. He's got the, the wicked look in his eye. He's like, "Good talk, dad." <laughs> That's another kid who's got really good timing, man. Yeah. That kid. Yeah. Yeah. He got it spot on. Yeah. That was funny. That's um. That's one of the things every, everybody's on point on this. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a good yeah, movie. And you bring up a great point that you could probably do this with any of John Hughes uh, movies. He has got his characters are much deeper than they appear to be at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so pretty in pink and, yeah. breakfast club. Jeez. Pretty in um, pink alone. There's candles. so much that's not said. Pretty in yeah. pink. The dad. I find a very intriguing character. Yes. So, yeah, dude, we're gonna have to do a month of John Hughes films. We are. We, we are. I want to sit here and talk about those movies right this minute because I of this movie that we watched. <laughs> yeah. And this movie, like I said, never thought about it before. And then to find out that he wrote the movie and right. produced it, you see it when you know it's him. You see it. You're like, ah, okay. There it is. You, it, it, it doesn't exactly follow his formula like normal but you see it you you definitely yeah. sense it you, you can you feel know? it his signature's in there oh yeah most definitely daisy what are you doing my dog, my dog <laughs> came from visit. <laughs> so um final thoughts on national lampoon's christmas I, vacation i you know what the boss is gonna love this one my boss is gonna love this one because it's her favorite freaking uh, Christmas movie. She's always talking about it. And then we all, everybody in, in during a meeting, so if she brings it up, everybody throws a line. <laughs> a really? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Everybody, you know, <laughs> somebody says something about it. And I told her today that we were going to do this. I'm going to have to tag her in it when we uh, finally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, this, ah, there's so much good stuff to talk about. I feel like we, we didn't talk enough about this movie. But yeah, it's. There's a lot. (laughs) And I can't even describe it because his failure when he plugs in the lights and Beverly D'Angelo goat finally goes into the closet or or into the garage to turn turn him off, turn him on. And then you finally see it dawn on her as she's walking out. Because he's, he's about ready to have his panic attack there when he's like trying to get the lights plugged in. He's like, ah, and she's like, ah, oh, it's a light switch. Click. (laughs) 
keeps blinding the neighbors next door. The nuclear power had to go on auxiliary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nuclear. (laughs) Auxiliary nuclear energy. Oh my god. (laughs) I like that that space shot where everything just goes black (laughs) except for his house. There's (laughs) and then the power starts coming on and expanding. It was a good visual. That was a brilliant visual, you know. It it really was. I I recommend this movie just because on a new bent. Yes, it is a uh it is a Christmas movie. It's one of those that are timeless. It has a good feel-good story. But Uh after watching it last night. I learned this movie is much deeper um, and it's a great character study on a lot of, a lot of things that I didn't, didn't yeah. realize the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the beauty of taking a step back and taking some time, watch a movie again, look at it yeah. and see, see what happens. Uh, what I've noticed from doing this and being very critical or just, you know, and I don't consider ourselves really critics i just talk about what i like and you talk about what yeah. you like and dislike and stuff like that so it's like you know watched yeah that, that's what this is i can't even say we're we're critics like yeah. you said yeah we're just just, just talking we're, about gonna the movie. The movie. Yeah. we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna spoil the movie yeah we're gonna spoil it but i didn't realize you know how much you don't see on a first viewing or you don't yeah. see when you're not looking yeah. for it and the stuff that's in this movie is uh surprising um so it's it's a definitely must watch. Uh, yeah, yeah. real quick, like like you said, um, when you first watch it, you don't notice things. You see you, you see the the humor part of it. I never realized what a good father Clark really is. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, Beverly D'Angelo's character is not is a good mom. Right, you know, she's always trying to take care of everybody, but you never realize with Clark that how good of a dad he's trying to be. You know, and he thinks he's constantly failing, whereas he's not really failing all that much. It's just right. like it's just certain things he does that just explode. Yeah. So yeah, like like you have to look at things a little bit deeper. Surface level, funny, a little oh, bit yeah. deeper, a lot of heart, a lot of heart in there, and then it's still funny. So it all works like a sandwich. It does. It is a, a good movie sandwich. Bread, meat, bread. That's all you got. It is. It is. It's a movie um, sandwich. You're right. So definitely check that out. And I know, damn it, if you haven't seen our next movie that's up, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you or where you've been. Were you born this year? Uh, <laughs> the classic Christmas story. Um, so many great lines come from that. So, so if you're so not too for Gile, you can join us for that. <laughs> so much to, to do what? I said, if you're not too for Gile, you can watch it. <laughs> It's a you can always lay it down on its side, never where the arrows are pointing up. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll be uh venturing into that timeless classic that has just I, I, I put some of these movies right up there with a Monty Python movie. Somebody is gonna quote yeah. it somewhere. So it's, it's just always, always always everybody, whenever somebody sees the word fragile. There it is. It must be yeah. And the, the, what it is the soft glow of electric sex. <laughs> That's I, I fucking love the movie. Um, seen it a million times. I'll watch it a million more. So, so that being said, join us next week for Christmas Story, and we'll round that off and follow up with uh, our year in review episode. So that's going to be a fun one. It I will. forgot we were doing it. Actually, I, I didn't do we till just now. It. <laughs> 
It's like, shit, you're in review. You're in review. Uh, on with you. Like it or not, folks. Yeah. Because we're giving you shit you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. So, as always, appreciate the listens, the watches, the clicks, the likes, the, the shares. Up the thumbs up uh please keep it coming share us uh drop us a line tell us what you like tell us what you don't like uh just until next time be good to each other and merry christmas yes and merry kiss my ass kiss your ass and have a good christmas <laughs>